This is episode 181 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me today because you're going to listen in on a conversation that I had with Matt Cameron. He is in New Zealand. He's a teacher and he's a solution-focused expert. And when you hear everything he has to say, you're going to be like, wow, I think I've heard some of this before. And it's right here on this podcast, right? Because we are two minds thinking alike on the opposite ends of the world. So I can't wait for you to listen in on this conversation. We're going to talk about questions you can ask, different ways to greet people, different ways that you can be more solution focused in your everyday life. So let's get into this episode. This is the podcast where you learn how to build stronger connections and have better conversations using the solution-focused approach. I'm Cher Kretz. I'm a school counselor and a solution-focused life coach, and each week we learn new strategies so that we can build our families strong and be the person that we were always meant to be. You can learn more about our products and services by going to thefocusedmindset.com or hop over to Amazon to get 30 Days to Higher Hopes. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm so excited to welcome a brand new friend of mine in the solution-focused world, Matt Cameron, all the way from New Zealand. It's been like so long since I've had someone from overseas. I've been talking to a lot of people in the United States. And um, when I heard you speaking with me at the Solution Focused Schools Unlimited Conference, I was so impressed with your knowledge and ability of the solution focused practice that I just really felt like I had to have you on. So welcome, Matt. Thank you. No, it's, it's very flattering. Thank you. <laughs> I know that you have uh, Discovery Solutions and Basically, I don't really even know a lot about that, except for what I saw on your website. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Discovery Solutions, how it came about, mm -hmm. and how you came to even love the solution-focused approach in the first place? Oh, what a big question. Um, I know. Oh, yeah, We're no, getting no, right no. into it, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, yeah, Discover Solutions, it's a really interesting one, because when I was a little kid, um, I used to play this board game that was called Discover Australia. Now, Australia is not New Zealand, so it's in another, but I had some relatives over there. And it was like such a cool game. It was really fun. Um, when I was an adult, um, I wanted to teach my kids about the Bible, actually. And so I wrote a game called Discover the Bible. And it was almost exactly the same kind of idea as what Discover Australia was. So then I had that um, um, board game that I uh, made. I got a thousand printed and I've got about 30 left. So that was about 15 years ago. So that was really cool. And then I started to think, oh, how do I, another thing like talking about, you know, sharing Christianity stuff with other people. And I thought, oh, how about discover Christianity or discover the way, which is another name for Christian stuff. Uh -huh. And so that was that. And then when I got into counseling, I was like, oh, this is, this is fun. So discover counseling, no, that didn't really work. And then um, I got introduced to the solution focused approach about seven years ago. 2016 and um, as soon as I got that there was this whole like this is actually something new this is something I'm discovering and I'm learning and I just immersed myself in in learning about the approach and so I want to 
start a business, do more counseling. It was like, well, how about then discover the Bible, then discover the way, how about discover solutions? And so that's how they, so you're the first person I've ever told that story to. (laughs) I love that because it's like, there's a theme, like you're like, look, this board game, it needs to, you know, the idea of this needs to move on in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. No. So I've done other things like, um, pre-marriage preparation, like discover marriage. Yes. (laughs) So that's quite cool. So discovery is such a nice word because there's that curiosity that I think in the solution focused approach that every person who's having these conversations is just really curious about amplifying resources, amplifying the good, um, you know, just wanting to know the person for who they are and see the best in them. So that's all about discovery. So discover, um, discover this podcast yeah <laughs> Maybe I, should I mean start a I, podcast <laughs> you need to discover solutions podcast we don't have enough solution focused yeah. podcasts out there come be my competition man no not really <laughs> no no they're but, on the same team on the same team we're on the same team but i'll be like ha huh, let me let me talk to you about no just kidding <laughs> uh, healthy competition you have, you, you have real uh, famous people i, I won't ever give that right <laughs> okay uh <laughs> Well, I mean, when you think about it, like that word discovery does hold a big meaning because if we go into situations with a sense of discovery, then it kind of disarms our judgment. It's kind of like, like you said, it really opens up the curiosity. I mean, I think I'm going to take that with me because, you know, that's one word. That's just another word that I can be like, oh, I wonder what I could discover about that, you know, and then Mm. go in with that type of curiosity. For sure, for sure. So, I mean, that's the thing. So when I um, joined the ECFU back in 2019, I think it was, or 18, and just, again, immersed in that discovering, seeing, you know, the latest research, which is Adam Fryer is doing a great job with, and the brain activity, all those sorts of things just inspired me to do more. So I thought, there's a, is there something happened in 2020? What was that? It's kind of all around the world. Oh, yeah. Let's that not little name thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and we got into so there was like New Zealand was shut off from the rest of the world and Zoom became a really big thing. And then once kind of lockdowns and things finished, there was just shop local was this key phrase. And so at that point, I went, actually, I should do a workshop in my own community and offer, you know, discover conversations, solution focused conversations. That's a great and idea. It went, went really, really well. And it was supported because I, I suppose I had a little bit of a reputation in the community because for 10 years I'd been working in the grief and loss um, support arena mm-hmm. and um, and had a really successful group program that was going with, with, with that. And so the mental health people, quite a lot, a lot of them knew the work that I was doing there. And so when this opportunity to learn more about that um, came about, it was really well supported. So had my first workshop. It was went so well. I did another one two months later in, in our hometown as well. Um, and that again went really well. So then I stretched out. So this whole discover solution focused conversations became a, a bit of a thing as well. So yeah, oh. because you have a whole yeah. website. It's it's discover solutions dot what? I don't know. NZ. For New Zealand, yeah. Okay. So, so, so discover solutions dot NZ. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, um, so I'm going to put that in the show notes. Lots of free resources on there as well yeah, in terms of practice tasks. I think that was mm-hmm. the thing that got me roped in. So with the ECFU, you have every Saturday morning 
um, or Saturday morning New Zealand time, Friday afternoon in America. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and it's just getting um, with groups, small groups of three or four and just practicing um, your yeah. language because the solution-focused approach is about learning a new language. And I think that's a it really, really good is. illustration. The mm-hmm. only way you learn get better at that is you know, if you want to learn a new language is immersion. So if you immerse yourself with other solution-focused conversationalists, then that's the best way to learn it. Is, and yeah. I think that's why podcasts and all, I mean, if you don't have access to what you and I may have access to as far as professionally with our um, credentialing and the people we run into with solution focused, it's like any time mm-hmm. that you can find someone that's more solution oriented, that you see mm-hmm. are the type of people that are curious and are discovering, lean mm-hmm. into it. Because whatever yes. we immerse ourselves in, it's going to come out with our families. It's going to come out in our everyday conversations anyway. It's so important. I mean, I figure like there had to have been times when you started noticing that your own conversation started to change and your own, mm. you know, that you, you, because just plain because you were around it. Totally. I remember, um, because one of the things I use in my workshops is this, the little practice task. It's a or activity we do is in, questions you can ask instead of how are you because we, we have this a whole lot of questions and we get them to rank them you know one to five where this is really solution focused and this is not solution focused at all it's problem focused and one of those questions is how are you there's like 20 questions i should put it on the website on my website that is so, it's you so, totally need so to fun. you need to right after this <laughs> it's such a fun such a fun activity to do actually just look at these questions it's like um, why do you always do that is that problem focused or solution focused <laughs> Um, how are you going to get through this? Is it solution focused or problem focused? What plans do you have for tomorrow? Solution focused, problem focused. How did you get through difficulty? Now that could be a sort of in the middle, you know. Yeah, so how, in the middle. Yeah. So how but are you? It's was that like pause, one of right? Yeah, it's yeah. like teaching yourself to pause first, and mm-hmm. you know, listen to that question in your mind, and then make sure that it is the actual way that you want to phrase it and what you want to say. So mm. what are some other things besides how are you that what, what replaced, how are you? Let's roll with yes. it. So that's, that's a good one because how are you? I, I think it's a funny story with this because in New Zealand, we've got supermarket checkout operators who are programmed to say, how are you? And you probably had that in America. What I noticed um, recently in the last couple of years, the supermarket checkout operators have stopped asking, how are you? And I've started asking busy day. Ah, and that's my my response to that is but it's because that's probably the most common answer they got to how are you. So they say how are you, and they say oh really busy, just rushing through and getting these things. Oh okay, so the supermarket operators started saying busy day, and it's like oh. I react to that day because that's so problem focused, right? In the sense of like just let's focus on the busyness and my clutter and all that sort of stuff. So ah, unless you love being one, busy. <laughs> well, I, I like being, I, I, I stop saying, I stop saying busy and I start saying I've had a full day. I've, I've, right. I've filled my day with things I want to. It would look busy from an outside person, but I don't think it's busy. It's because busy implies clutter and I want to get rid of clutter and things like that. I want to be a minimalist. Anyway. Um, so when, when we do this um, in the workshop asking, um, we ask other questions like, "What's been the best part of your day?" Ah, how can you how can you answer that negatively? What now? What are you looking forward to? Um, has anything surprised you today? Um, I've got this. I made these little wooden um, diamonds. So it's got like, uh, "What made you laugh recently?" "What are you most pleased with today?" 
something surprised you? What are you looking forward to? What are you most grateful about today? From mm-hmm. today? What's lifted your spirits or encouraged you? So these are little um, things you can just make a thing. So what I'll tell you a story though. With I went to a supermarket one morning. I, I'm a teacher as well. I have been a teacher um, for 26 years, and then now I'm doing counselling full time this year. But I went. I, I it was a morning shout because you have to do for morning tea when it's your birthday. Um, and so I'd forgotten about it. And so I had to rush to the supermarket from school and walked in there. And this lady in there, she said, busy day. <laughs> and it was like 8.30 in the morning. It was like, it only just started. So it was kind of her programmed answer. And I said, oh, not really. No, I'm actually looking forward to today. I've got plenty of things on and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to work with my class again. And she goes, oh, okay. And I said, what are you looking forward to? And you could see her body language. was like, hang on. Why are you asking me that question? That's not a normal question to ask me. No. And she said, and she said, oh, good question, because she wanted space. And she said, I'm going to see my granddaughter play hockey tonight. And I said, oh, that's something to look forward to, isn't it? She, yeah, it is. And she's all excited, a big smile on her right? face. And it's just how easy it is to ask anyone a question and change their perception of the day sort of thing, you know? <laughs> so Yeah. And that's mm. that's super powerful if you think about it because I'm considering here in the here in my area, everyone's area is different, but we're already ready to head back to school. And I get I just thought about how many parents say, I ask my kids, what did you do at school? And it's always nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, what did you do? Nothing. And it's kind of the same as yeah. how are you? You know, how are you? Yeah. Fine. And so I, I love the fact of reframing that and maybe saying, what was your best part of today? Because mm-hmm. then the child's like, oh, wait a minute, there was a whole bunch of things I did today. What yeah. was the best part? And, you know, just something as simple as that can completely change their conversation. Can I tell you a story about that? For so sure. Again, this is like two years ago. I had this kid in my class who was hating school and didn't want to come to school and just said, I'm getting picked on and people are bullying me, those sorts of things. So we had a parent conference, parent and child conference. And I can remember sitting in there and uh, and she's a lovely parents. They care for him and they love him and they're always interested in his day. And I said, what do you, what do you ask him when he gets home? And they said, well, we ask, um, how was your day at school today? What did you get up to? And he would go, oh, this kid picked on me. And it became a problem-focused question. And it was yeah. every time he learned that if he talks about the negative stuff, he will get sympathy from his parents. and, and they, they perk up and they pay him. attention. And, yeah. And it's amplifying that moment as well. And I said, oh, can we do an experiment? Can I get you, just for the next two weeks, instead of saying, how was your day at school, saying, what was the best part of school today? What was the best thing? And they said, okay, we'll try that. And literally two weeks later, they came back and they said, different kid. He wants to come to school now. He's talking about all the good things that are coming and all the bullying stopped. And it was like, just that one question. Yeah. So that is amazing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's, it, it brings so many memories to my mind too. And it's so powerful for those that, that listen, that are parents that are sitting on the other side, because you want to engage in conversation with your child so much, and you want to be there for them so much that it's like the caring part of you comes out and you're not realizing that you're feeding into problem talk. Mm. You know, you don't realize it because you think you're helping them and, oh my gosh, they need to talk about this and they need to vent. And I've had exactly those similar situations where I'm like, well, what happened on my end saying, well, what happens if the next time your mom asked you that you told them about 
the most amazing thing that happened, you know, and they're like, pause and they think and they're like, I never thought about doing that before, you know, and these are the Mm. things that's the power of choosing to be more solution focused. And like you said, it's another language, but it's also a matter of just opening your mind to the possibility that Mm -hmm. we can look for a different outcome than what our mind normally just gravitates toward, or it Mm -hmm. naturally will gravitate towards that problematic situation left unchecked. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're not aware. So um, I love that. I think that all of Mm -hmm. us should just commit to that same type of thing. Like for one week, how often can we ask someone, what was your best, whatever, rather than, Mm -hmm. you know, what happened? (laughs) Well, that's it. I'm thinking, I mean, when, when I've done workshops, there was a one teacher one time, actually, she said, when we're doing this act, that activity of other questions we could ask, and she said, I just asked my kids, what's good? What's good? Yeah. Two words, you know, it's like, and it just starts the day with a different mindset. Yeah, it really let's, does. Let's focus on that. Yeah. Yeah. I can see mm. that on a t-shirt. What's good? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'd be cool. There's too many windows of opportunity for us to focus on the negative anyway. I mean, uh, people don't Mm -hmm. realize, and you know, in the schools, like Mm -hmm. all of those things, they do go through a lot. Kids go through a lot in one school Mm day. They have the ups and downs of life Mm -hmm. in in that entire school day. They do have someone picked on them, but they also had someone play a game with them, you know, and they did have a wrong answer, but they also had Mm -hmm. an opportunity to write a good essay. It's like our job to choose what to highlight, because then as you highlight that, now this is becoming kind of conceptual, but roll with it. (laughs) Like when you highlight that, right, then it actually reframes their memory of it. Mm -hmm. And that is crazy powerful if you think about it, because Mm -hmm. we remember things just as we told it, our memory tells us, oh, remember that was so terrible. That whole year was terrible. But if you're regularly highlighting a different scenario of the same situation, you're just reframing it to to be more uh, solution focused, then Mm -hmm. they're going to remember that that way, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're going to look back and say, you know what? I had a lot of fun playing games and sometimes people made fun of me, but so what? That's just a lot of times mm. the way I look at it. Yeah. And I think um, one of the catchphrases in mental health, at the, I mean, it's been for the last few years, is gratitude. And it's like, we need to be more grateful. And, and there's activities and stuff of making, you know, gratitude diaries you can buy and you can buy gratitude dice and all these things. It's like, and it's kind of like, I've, I've noticed people who come, and they're struggling with anxiety would be the um, thing that's probably most linked to the gratitude thing is because I understand, I, I think my understanding of anxiety is it's about the unknown. What, what if, what could happen? I don't, mm-hmm. uncertainties and all that sort of stuff. The un- unknown and uncertainties. What if this, what if, um, and so if we can lock into concrete things like gratitude, like I've got two legs, I've got a roof over my head, I've got a comfortable bed got running water and just and i can appreciate i can see the beauty of nature and i can see things and there's just this this level of gratitude and i I often make lists of gratitude with you know the students i'm working with or even adults actually um in in that mindset and it's just like when you focus on that when when suddenly that that anxiety comes and you go oh no i'm going to catch that and i'm going to actually i'm choosing to focus on concrete things things that are actual absolutes 
um, then it's changes. I, I had a teacher just last week that I was talking to as a, a client, and um, she said, I had, you know, what's been the best part of your day? And she went, oh, she's had this horrible class. But she said, this is the thing that got me and really inspired me, is she said, it was horrible, and there was all of these ones, but there was like one or two kids that were actually doing the right thing. And I chose at the end of that to focus on what was going well rather than what went wasn't. And so the what works, you know, it's that's W-O-W-W, working on what works. And so mm-hmm. you can say, wow, that's amazing. You focus yeah. on that. When you're learning something new, anytime we can have something to help us remember it, hello, like, let's mm. use it. <laughs> In the school, I, I remember hearing a story about this kid who, so it's not my story, um, <laughs> who was truant, like, most of the term. It was like they'd been to school five days out of 50. Mm. And there was the guidance counselor and the teachers and the parents are there and they're looking at the kid and saying, what's going on? You've only been to school five times. This is terrible. It's like 45, you've missed 45 days of school. And the guidance counselor said, tell me about those five days. Yeah. Again, those exceptions is the word counseling word. Uh But it's like, let's focus on that. And what was going well in those days? What was different about you? What did you notice about yourself that you know this was a good thing that you were at school? And I mean, I wonder the opportunities that we might see in the months to come. And then we'll look back on that and say, now, like like that student that you were working with, now I have mm-hmm. a different person in front of me. And you don't have mm-hmm. to change that much. You know, you don't have to change. So, you know, yeah. people think that, oh, you know, I don't have time to do all of this. And so they get stuck in the same type of rut. But what we're talking mm-hmm. about is is simple changes. It's it. You're going to say the mm-hmm. words anyway. It's just changing it yeah. to a little tweak, you know? Yeah. So it's a mindset. It really, really is. Yeah. And um, how, so you did those live workshops and then you moved to kind of like it now, now do you see people both in person, I assume, and also online or how does that work for you? Yeah. yeah. So I just ran a, um online workshop about three weeks ago, just in New Zealand. Actually, no, someone from India came to it. <laughs> it was That's like cool. Two in the morning from India, yeah. <laughs> it was cool. It was very cool. So, I mean, she's from New Zealand, but she was, yeah, she's based in India, and yeah, but, mm-hmm. and she's Indian as well. So, um, in that sense. But, um, yeah, so that's just, again, that's one day. And isn't um, this what we're doing right now? <laughs> I don't have to travel to America to talk to you. Yeah. This has just changed. That thing in 2002, um, 20, that we didn't talk about, um, so changed how we do things, you know? I mean, they yeah. were, it's like, wow, this is, makes everything so accessible. I actually get annoyed when I see conferences that are in person. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why? Really, though? Why? Yeah. Can't, you, can't you do both? Come on. I know. It's so true. It, it really is. But it's it's when you think about it, like the people that we can connect with, like that is truly amazing. Like even just that we're talking here, you know, it would have just been like, oh, man, I wish you could be in my podcast, but I can't fly him all the way to California, you know? <laughs> so you want to be. Right. So, but, but now, you know, here you are right, right here with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So, so going back to that, is online workshops and they're really well um, attended as well. And it's just, and it's cheaper. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Right. You know, it's much accessibility. Again, face to face is really good. And it's those sitting over a meal and, and, and talking and stuff is, 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 is key. 
in relation, mm-hmm. you know, relational. But um, yeah, just the accessibility and the getting the message out, those sorts of things, is, is really. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I will move with it. <laughs> yeah, roll with it. I'm still kind of considering some of the stuff we talked to before we pushed record when we were kind of talking about the difference in um, language and how we can adjust the smallest language. And we've already started talking about that, but I wonder if you could expand on that of what you've noticed um, yourself as you've been practicing solution focused and what's been working for you. Good. So it's always always that kind of asking the next question, isn't it? So I often, what are the, there's so many things when I'm thinking about this in terms of compliments would be a good example. Like, giving compliments but if i can ask a question where the person in front of me um compliments themselves that's so much more powerful so mm. uh, that's something i'm developing with you know the how did you do that kind of question like where did you learn that is another really good question because it can link people that who's really important maybe a grandmother died or something and they learn this giving and caring attitude um from their grandmother and um and it's like, I, w- I want to tap into that because I want to amplify that quality and the fact that you're leaning on, you know, your ancestry or your past to develop that is, is a really good thing. So when what would you, you know, asking questions about noticing that, you know, what do you notice about yourself when that quality of caring, like your grandmother kid, shows up? And they will make it, and let's make a list of 10 things or 20 things or something and and amplify that all the more. So that noticing question is a, is a really big thing that I've noticed in my own life. Noticed, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we use that word so often, but we can't yeah. help it. We we speak the language, so you know it's mm. going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. I, I honest, I I can yep. picture times when um sure. when we're in a situation and we're thinking about amplifying and then we get caught Mm. up in like the complimenting you're right the complimenting we think we're doing the right thing by saying i'm so proud of you and oh my gosh you are so and then we Mm. label them or whatever it might be and um and we we often miss the fact that if we just slightly shift it and then let them Mm. see that in themselves and they Mm -hmm. are like they internalize it differently than just your average compliment that gets thrown their way, you know, and that's Absolutely. why that noticing is so important. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so the where did you learn that? How did you do that? How did um, you do question? it? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. Did you do that? And that's probably a question I regularly ask. You know, when I'm asking, when I'm meeting with students at the moment because I'm working in schools most of the time, just asking what's been better since we last met. What's been better? And they'll come up with something, and and I said, what did you notice about yourself? when that was happening and just zeroing in on it and, and capturing that image in their mind of describing it, describing the reality yeah. of that, of that um, change. And it's like, this is going to happen more because you can picture it now. And then it's funny how often kids will come back the next week and they'll say, Oh, I tried that thing you told me. And it's like, I didn't tell you anything. <laughs> I, right. I, didn't. I didn't tell you anything. You, you came but up with it would... yourself. Yes. And that's yeah. the thing. You, you've, you've had that experience. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In my um, yeah. big talk that's coming up pretty soon that uh, I'll be telling a lot of people about, that's one of that. That's my thing is a lot of the thing that people will hear me talk about is that people come, people come back and thank me for the, the solution that they came up with. 
I didn't come up with it. They did. But they still, I'm the one that pops in your mind because I was the one that chose to be there in that moment with them. Mm. And I think that it's a powerful thing for us to do because we think our power is in sharing what we think or what we do. But the power is when we can help them discover what they think and what they would do. It's discover. Yeah. Discover, right? And it's amazing. It's amazing when it happens because um, I think what you're describing is kind of like we could do the what's good and then it's the follow-up from that. As soon as they're able to unlock the what's good part, mm. then they what did you notice about yourself when that was happening? And it takes mm. it that level deeper, right? So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then what difference did it make? And what did other what people What difference notice? did it make? Yes. Yeah. It just leads <laughs> to each one of these questions. Mm. Now, there's going to be times if you're trying to do this um, in your everyday life that you've got to pump the brakes with it, right? Because it ends up being, they're like, stop, stop trying to be a therapist to me or, you know, <laughs> but you know, no. it's, it's important, <laughs> it's important, you know, that we still look for the windows out there that yeah. we can like plug it in. You know, um, you talked about a situation with your, with your wife and I've had the same situations yeah. like, like that, right. Where yeah. it's like something good happens and I try to amplify it. And then you're like, oh, maybe I'm taking this a little far. But the thing about it is that if we choose, if by we take in what you're talking about right now, and we mm-hmm. take even one thing that we can try the next day, if we're a school mm-hmm. counselor, try it. If mm-hmm. we're a teacher, try it. With your child, try it. And when it works, lean into it, you know, mm-hmm. and then when something else works, lean into that. And before you yeah. know it, you're changing how you communicate completely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we yeah. both had that experience, I'm sure. Yeah. So, and, and things for me, I think with the solution focused approach, if I go, this is going way back kind of in the conversation. Yeah. What, what locked me into that, because I was trained in CBT, mm-hmm. um, you know, what you think is how you behave and yes. how you feel is the indicators of all that sort of stuff. I, I, to be fair, I think solution focused is like that, but. Is, is what? It's, it's, good. It's, it's like that, but gone beyond that as well. So what better way to think than the best of yourself, not just overcoming bad things, you know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. What better to have the best version of you show up the next day and and to notice all the things that happened. And I think um, it's going slightly off, but not. one of, Before I learned solution-focused approach, I can remember one of the best sessions I had with my CBT as a client came to me and said, um, I, I don't think I need to talk today. I've had a really good week. And I said, well, let's look, let's wonder about that good week. Let's suppose that day that you woke up and it was, a, it was the best day this week. What did you notice about yourself? And it was kind of like, I honestly did this conversation with this kid before I even learned solution focus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like, And you're like, wait and, a minute, something was different about that conversation, right? Yeah, it was. And then when I learned solution focused, I remembered that conversation because it's written down. I took it to supervision and everything. I said, yeah, this was amazing. <laughs> and the supervisor I, wrote it down as well. And I so cool. agree. I, I absolutely we uh, we have like we're on the opposite sides of the world having similar situations. I'll tell you because right. like when you tell your stories, a pop something pops in my mind because you remember it when something mm-hmm. surprises you like that. You know when yeah. something when something you try surprises you and you get the result that you were intending. It's like you don't forget that. You know, and mm-hmm. that's what happened with you. And then you circle back with you know what I did? I used a solution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a miracle question. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 
wow. And what were you thinking differently at that time? And what was good about that? What were you pleased by that? Yeah. And what did you notice? Yeah, it's just yeah, crazy, crazy. Um, yeah. 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 So when I got the solution focused approach, it was like I felt lazy because I was going into conversations with no notes, no check tick sheets, no um, forms to fill in. I was just saying, so what are your best hopes for our conversation today? You know, if today was helpful, what would we be talking about? And what would you start? And suppose that happened. What would you start to notice in your life that would let you know that was happening and this things have changed and things were getting better for you? And who else, who would be the first person to notice? And who else would notice? And what would they notice? And how would you know they noticed? And it's all those questions that are just rolling off my tongue now because it's the language I've learned. Right. So fun. And also, (laughs) yeah, it's like you said, like, I don't have to say hardly, I don't have to say a lot. Like, I don't Mm. have to fill in with anything because once their brain is turned on to answering Mm. those questions, they're just like, in fact, they'll want to come see you and they'll want more of those questions. Have you noticed that? Yes. We'll be like, no, so, is, so yeah. are you going to ask me today what my best hope is? You know, like they're ready <laughs> yeah, for yeah. it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. yeah. And what did I notice? And what my, I, what is the one they said, I knew you were going to ask me that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, your, what would your mum notice? You know, whatever it is or something, you know, because this yeah. is, this to me is like four of the most asked questions. This is this is the script for solution focused. If anyone's taking notes, is you know obviously after you've got a best hope, you know what 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 difference would it make to have that? That's the kind of first question. What's the first thing you'd notice? What would others notice? And what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? As many times as you can with each of those questions, and just keep mm-hmm. going. And what's the next thing? And what's the next thing? And what else? What difference would it make? What would you notice? What would other people notice? And what else? So, yeah. Yeah. Go. That's, that's it's beautiful. Cool. If anyone's taking notes, write it down. And, um, and then <laughs> yeah. just try, but you know, even if you just try a little bit of it, you know, because mm. like it is, it is like a language, like when mm. we're learning another language, which I wish so much that I knew Spanish with how often I go to Mexico, <laughs> but I don't. So Google yeah. translate here I come, but anyway, <laughs> um, so, but it's little things if I, yeah. Oh, como esta? but if I use just a little bit, I have to celebrate that. You know, I just like, okay, I wasn't yeah. quite as illiterate as I was. So I yeah. think that's the way we need to look at it too, is, you know, um, if, if we know that it matters, that the people around us uh, are able to unlock the best version of themselves, then it matters enough for us to learn better questions, you know, and level up our conversation. I was going to say that list of 20 questions that I use in my workshops. Yeah. That surprises people that they do know the difference between a problem-focused and a solution-focused question. They just look at that. Oh, I never – this is the first time I've done this, and I know this is going to encourage positive talk. This is going to encourage negative focus. This might be helpful. Who knows? This might be helpful to you. This is one thing I do. I've noticed that walks – are really powerful to go on a walk with the kids mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or the adults, you know, during whenever I'm yep. able to. And so what I call it is I'll say, you know what, today we're going to go on a solution focused walk and mm-hmm. I'm going to be asking you some questions. And then when I'll have the whole yard that we have and I'll be like, I wonder um, what we're going to learn with one time around the yard. So they kind of know that 
there's going to be a beginning, a middle and an end to that. Now, if some things get mm. dug up that needs to be further, then we'll take a second lap for sure. Mm. But but it's interesting because we say now we're in a solution focused walk. They don't know what solution focused is, but they learn because that's the language mm. I use. And then as that we walk along, I kind of like go a little deeper. And it's amazing how when they are they don't have any inhibitions when they're just like walking next to you and talking and there's birds and the smell of grass or whatever it might be. And mm-hmm. before you know it, they're able to identify the best version of themselves. They're able mm-hmm. to say, well, what would I do differently? And then by mm-hmm. the end of that walk, many times they're telling me, even on the first talk, like, you know what I think I could do? Mm-hmm. I don't have to say, well, what do you think you could do? Because mm-hmm. they say, you know what? I think maybe if I did go in and just try listening, I mean, I might as well try, you know, and you're like, oh, all right, well, try it out. Let me know what happens. I can't wait to see what happens. And that is an amazing thing to think about as well as how are you communicating that? It doesn't have to be yeah, all yeah, serious yeah. and let's have a com- a counseling conversation. Mm, you know? yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have know. to be like that. You, you, you're making me think of a conversation I had with a student one time um, who came, he was usually had a, what we call in New Zealand, a teacher aide, which is someone who's with them 90% of the time of the day because of behavioral things and or difficult family life or whatever it is. And the teacher aide wasn't there that day. And he came up and said, this is dumb. This is boring. I hate maths. And um, I could have argued with him, but I had my SF hat on. And I said, well, what would you rather be? When he said, I'm dumb and I'm thick and I can't do this and stuff. Like, well, what would you rather be? And I said, oh, I want to be smart. And he and this is like a little five-minute conversation. It wasn't a count, you know, other classes around me at mm-hmm. the same time. And I said, so suppose you were smart. What would I start to notice about you? Or what would you notice about yourself that would let you know that you were smart? And he said, "Oh, well, I probably wouldn't be wandering around the class annoying people, and <laughs> I'd be, I'd, I'd be sitting at my desk." I said, "You know what else?" Because that's the most common question. What right. else? And he said, "I'd be sitting at my desk, and what else? Oh, I'd probably have my pencil in my hand, and what else? Oh, I'd be giving it a go. What else?" And he just, I was like, and I, I was just like that was a very short conversation. I said, "How about you just pretend?" You're smart, and and let's let's see where let's let's see where that goes, where where, the, where that goes. Yeah, um, putting it out there. Why don't we just give it a go, shot? Yeah. Why don't Why don't you show me your show me the smart version of you? You know that sort of thing. Yeah. And he, like an hour later, the bell went for the lunchtime break, and he came up to me, Mister Cameron, Mister Cameron, was I good? Was I good? And I was like, I didn't notice. If you were good, what would I what would I start to see? You know, if you're good, if you what yeah. would I notice about you? And he said, Oh, well, I was sitting at my desk and I was giving it a go and I wasn't annoying people and I um, wasn't wondering where I was staying in my seat. I said, yeah. Sounds pretty smart to me. <laughs> it was just all. And I think if I'd been the teacher that said, You know, he said, oh, I'm thick and I'm dumb, I can't do this. Yeah. And I'd been the teacher that said, Why don't you just sit down at your desk, put your pencil in your hand, just right. give it a go and stop wandering around the class annoying yourself? Would have you done it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. But because he came up with all those things, he sat there and he, he did it. And I could, for the rest of the year, honestly, if I saw him out in the playground and he'd gotten a fight or something, or if I saw him in the classroom, he's going, oh, it's dumb. i go, what's the smart version of you do here right now? What would the smart, you know, you do? And he would just, That's oh. another one of those. And, that's another one of those. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Clicked in. He was locked into that. He knew the smart version. It was like the best. First version of him, and he right. would just do that for the 
for the rest of that school year, it was like a train, a different kid, and I could see him probably tomorrow, and I could ask him, and I hadn't seen him for two years. If no, I asked and it would matter. So how's the how, how's the smart Joe? Not real name. Uh-huh. Um, how's how's the smart Joe doing? And he would go ah, oh, and he'd tell me about him, you know, because he's learned that language, yeah. And it works so with good. anything that they want. You know, it works with any other adjective about themselves, you know, because yeah. it's kind of like. Oh, what do you, what would you rather be instead? They could be like, well, I'd, I'd want to be friendly. Okay. What is yeah. a friendly person? You know, and, well, calm. and or I, yeah, I want to be calmer. Calm, you know? yeah. I want to be, yeah, I, I want to be this or that. As soon as you get Confident. that, hmm. whatever yeah. it is, like you could roll with it. And it's hmm. amazing how it unlocks. And it works, like you said, in our relationships, uh, interpersonally, in the people that are closest to us it's so easy to see their flaws. You know, it's so easy to see like, oh my gosh, they have that habit or they do this again or they do that again. And I think it levels us up as humans, as people with compassion, when we say, okay, I'm familiar with this person. I'm going to see their flaws. But then we mm-hmm. let, we, we kind of like, and say, okay, yeah. but when the best version of them come out, what are they? And I feel mm-hmm. like that's something that may be that level deeper, but it's really important for our interpersonal connections, you know, and the play. Mm-hmm. And when we move about our life, it kind of makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced sure. anything like that where you notice that even it changes you and, and how you mm-hmm. approach your thoughts? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think I'm thinking of, I am thinking of difficult um, conversations or difficult relationships where people have reacted badly and um, towards me and to actually go no i'm going to i'm going to focus on the best part here rather than the, the negative stuff it's like that teacher that said i'm going to focus on that one kid that was sitting still not the 25 kids that weren't you know it's like yeah, yeah. let's choose yeah. to focus on positive stuff and I've, I've walked into a even at home and it's like tense you know there's an, an argument going on or something like that and i'm going to say how's this even helpful <laughs> You know, mm-hmm, what, mm-hmm. What's, what's what's the goal of this conversation right now? And, and it's a simple conversation to diffuse conflict, yeah. you know? Yeah. What, what, I think what are you trying to achieve from this? Yeah. Exactly. I think that mm. when it comes to being solution-focused, yeah, it's a therapeutic approach. And um, yes, it's important that we um, be more solution-focused in our communication. But it's even more important if we keep ourselves in check. And we're mm-hmm. solution focused. That's the harder part mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, that's yeah. kind of like my goal this year is saying, all right, now I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm practicing it and it's a part of my language and I can speak it if you will. But do mm-hmm. I treat myself that way? Do I mm-hmm. treat my closest people with the same level of understanding that I'm hoping that other people do when I'm working with them? So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I think, hey, we got to be in it together and 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 work on it. It's never it's never going to be perfect, right? But that's part mm-hmm. of us refining ourselves. Yeah, that's good. And so, I mean, we're not perfect, <laughs> and we will. Nor, yeah, mess Nor up should and we'll we have bad. That. We'll, yeah, that's right. And we will have bad days. Um, but it's like going, okay, but this this is this is not the end, you know. <laughs> yeah. Things can get better. Yeah. Yeah. Be yeah. What what am I looking forward to? Actually, I want to ask that question of myself right now. What's a, what's one of these ones that says on here? It says I'll find it. What has lifted your spirits or encouraged you today? Mm. Let's focus on that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. Let's answer it. Let's see. What <laughs> has lifted my spirits today? Today, um, I spoke to a teacher that has had uh, 
that I've been having a, a, a lot of question as to how her and I can connect. And then we ran into each other at Costco and it was a blessing because seeing her outside of that school environment, seeing her with her stuff, she shared about her grandchildren and she shared and I was able to share. And I treasure that moment, that moment of connection Mm. that we had. And it just, it's going to, I believe it's going to carry into the next year. So that's, that's That's my answer. What's your answer? Oh, I knew you'd asked it. It's a thing. Hey, you, you know, brought it been, up. <laughs> I know. What's been the best part of my day? People say, oh, what's been the best part? And it makes me go, oh, now I've got to answer that question myself. <laughs> um, that's right. I, it's a podcast. Yes. <laughs> that's right. I, I had a conversation this morning with a, a group. So I've, I've, I started a practice group myself, um, and we had 11 people this morning. Um, and even, I think, three three of them were from America. Four, maybe, from America as well. So this is a little New Zealand practice group. And what we did is we recorded. One of these is a second-year student who's doing counselling training, working with another student for about seven or eight minutes, just recorded it on Zoom. And then we took that recording and we watched it together and then we just talked about it. And it was just so encouraging to see how um, obviously everyone watching this had something to contribute and to add to it. And that was it was just nice to just be able to do that and have that one hour just goes really quickly yeah it, like we could have gone it's on. like it seems like a moment because mm. yeah i've I loved so those much fun. Times. yeah so that was really uh, fun so so practice and, practice, and practice. now you know this might be our best part of the day but you know we're mm. having this oh, moment so. <laughs> this has been so love, fun i will go discovery. ahead <laughs> right <laughs> discovery. discovery yes i need to have that new word there you totally do. You need to have, yes, you need a shirt that says love discovery. That would be so cool. Next time I see you, you better have one. <laughs> well, no. this has been such a That's blast. Good. I'm so glad you came on the show and, um, and tell us again where people can find you if they're looking for, uh, just some more solution focused information. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Matt Cameron, I'm in Tamaru, New Zealand. If you're in New Zealand, come and stay, um, or go to the website, www.discoversolutions.nz. That's no awesome. No dot org dot nz. No dot. Not none of that. No, no, just yeah. There are just so you know, there's at least on average three to four hundred people from New Zealand that are listening. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> you might. Yeah. I have a pretty. Good, I have some people that are uh, very faithful cool. listeners in New Zealand. It's a big place, but you never know. You might yeah. get. That'd be awesome. Yeah, reach out. Come and come to a workshop. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it'll be so fun. Looking at doing one in Christchurch, Christchurch in um, October actually. So Christchurch. Oh no way! That's so cool. That's That's awesome. Thanks. So it's really uh, nice to meet you. Yeah, Yeah. actually meeting you outside of the conference, and I'm sure that we'll be keeping in touch. And who knows? Mm. Maybe we'll get a group of solution-focused people um, in here and. You know, even just yeah. amp it up even more for our next uh, yeah. our next time That's together. Right. I think but we need to bring Linda, so Linda, bring Linda to New Zealand, and you can come yeah. as your co. Yes, the two. Oh my gosh! Now we're really thinking. <laughs> that would be amazing. All right. I know. I know. I know. It might happen. All right. Well, it's time for us to get going. This has been great. Cool. Thank you for coming, Matt. Talk to you later. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes where I'm going to leave the links to my social media and the different places you can find me. And I want to invite you to be a part of my 
email community. It's absolutely free. And this year I'm doing so much writing and so much reflecting, and I want to send things directly to you. I send the special notes to my email community and you can email me right back. You have a direct line to ask me questions without any barriers of a website or anything. Check the show notes for that link or go to thefocusedmindset.com. And if you click on getting the journal prompts, you also automatically are able to be a part of my community. And if you're interested in supporting this program, there's three ways to do it. One, make sure you're following this program so it comes up as one of your favorites. Two, share it either on your social media or with someone you love straight to their email. And the third is to leave a review. And I love reading those. By supporting this program, we're helping people be solution-focused. See you next week.